Hey everyone, episode 45 of Tuesdays with Perry. Today we're going to be discussing uh, some of the news that's been in the headlines as of late. Politico is reporting we are way behind top DeSantis uh, PAC official sounds alarm. We're going to talk a little bit about the malaria outbreak in Florida that sparked a Bill Gates conspiracy theory. We're going to talk about Bud Light's new commercial, the Supreme Court rulings, the riots in France, and the Wagner Group, now based in Belarus. What does that spell for the war in Ukraine? So let's see if we can't get Perry on the line. How's it going, my friend? Oh, it was a hot one down here today, Rudy, let me tell you. It's been hot up here, too, in the Northeast, and we've also had to deal with that Canadian wildfire smoke still. So um, we're going to be running down some headlines today. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the Supreme Court rulings, um, but I'm going to start off with some Florida news that I'd like your opinion on. Uh, Politico is reporting we are way behind top DeSantis PAC official sounds alarm. Steve Cortez got pretty blunt during a Twitter spaces session on Sunday night. He says that um, the campaign is having trouble. Um, How's your man down there in Florida? What do you think his chances are now? People are still backing Trump. Well, people like me and you are going to back Trump. I'm I'm sending money to Ronnie, but I'm also sending money to Donaldus Magnus. <laughs> I I I am telling you that this is going pretty much as I expected it would. Right now, the only thing that I've been wrong about was the the time of which Ron DeSantis said he was going ultimately announce. Right, I said. You know, my hopes was that he was going to wait until August or, or later, closer to the first real primary. Uh, he made the decision to do it in the spring. And that's about the only thing I, I wasn't anticipating. But everything else, including this, yeah. look, there's only one king. <laughs> and, you, you know, the, the saying in politics has always proven true. If you're going to go after the king, you better kill him. Yeah. And Ron DeSantis has no desire to kill the king. Right. He just wants to be king. Yeah. And so I would much rather have the two of them on stage battling it out, but doing it the way I would hope it be done rather than, than um, it getting bloody. You know, where, well, I heard your mother slept with with uh com- comrade uh stalin mm-hmm. you know I, I i don't want that kind of dirty pool nonsense no i think that but, was just justin trudeau's mother slept with castro wasn't that the 
<laughs> As a matter of fact, I see the resemblance between he and Castro. Yeah, well, a lot of people have pulled that up. Let's move on well, to the. You know what they say about you know what they say about those Frenchy Frenchmen. Yeah, it applies to the Frenchy French women too. <laughs> Let's move on to the next Florida story. So, Florida malaria cases. Uh, they've been a couple in Florida and one in Texas. Uh, spark Bill Gates conspiracy theory, and I don't know if you know who. Um, Luke Randowski is, but he tweeted out, uh, so let me get this straight. Bill Gates has been releasing GMO mosquitoes in Florida and Texas, and now Florida and Texas, for the first time in 20 years, have mosquitoes that give people malaria. Is that right? So I guess that's a conspiracy theory that uh, Bill Gates is releasing GMO mosquitoes everywhere, and now apparently they're giving people malaria. Well, it's interesting he picked the two most important red states in the country, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, they, they have some conspiracies about um, the COVID vaccine batches, too. Uh, all the hurtful ones seem to be going to red states. Um, what do you think about malaria cropping up in the United States? I mean, from, from insect-borne malaria. It's, um, well, I, I find it fascinating that a virus, that hasn't been tracked in our country, other than than the rare situation where someone traveling from brings certain it, yeah. parts of Africa and, and, and brings the active virus here. Other than that, there hasn't ever been a case of malaria in this country pretty much for my entire life. Yeah. It's funny how now it shows up at the most opportune moment in the two most blood red states in the country. And, you know, of course, Billy is going to have his uh, defenders going to say, you know, this is nothing more than um, misinformation or disinformation in this case. And um, we will again be proven right, but will it matter? My yeah. concern right now is, you know, this is not something you can play around with, especially in the summer months. Yeah. And the fact that it's suddenly here after decades of, I don't want to use the word eradicated, because I don't think any time in the industrialized age of the United States has there ever been uh, epidemic proportions of malaria ever yeah. found in, in this country. It's certainly not in our lifetime. Yeah. It's just interesting that all of a sudden it's showing its ugly face now yeah well and, you know that was one of the reasons they brought um agricultural uh chattel slavery into the south in the united states is because back into the early 19th century and 18th century the south was sort of an uninhabitable because they did have a malaria problem but uh, the thing with this too is apparently bill gates has been funding a malaria vaccine that just happened to get approval for human trials right before this malaria outbreak. That adds another wrinkle to the conspiracy. You know, at, at the risk of sounding like Yogi Bear, it's deja vu all over again. <laughs> and, 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 you know, it's, I'm, I'm telling you, Rudy, this really worries me. It, it doesn't worry me just simply for the fact I'm concerned for the health of my family and myself and my circle of friends and neighbors. It worries me because this is exactly a replay of 2020. And, yeah. you know, the WHO 
I'm not sure if you and I spoke about this in the last few weeks or not, but the WHO has already announced the next plague. And they called it, they've named it Plague X because they don't know what it's going to be. So it's going right. to be something. <laughs> so let me get this right. You already know it's coming. You don't know what it is. You don't know its origins. But you're going to give it a name because you don't know what it is. We're just going to call it Plague X. Mm. Well, maybe this is the, what they were talking about. Yeah, Who knows? Well, X is the, uh, the symbol of Satan. Um and, you know, they also have an mRNA. They're working on an mRNA vaccine for cancer. And if you ever saw the movie I Am Legend, uh, that's how the zombie apocalypse started. Well, you know, it's, it's funny you say that because my son and I have had this, you know, my son, like myself, he was a film major and he is a film historian. And so he and I had the conversation, of course, Legend was the name of the book. Yeah. And the movie, the Charlton Heston movie in the early 70s called The Omega Man yeah. was based on that science fiction book. When when Will Smith did it, they called it rightfully so, the name of the book, yeah. Legend. And it 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 is absolutely uncanny how real life is duplicating art now. And I got to tell you, from all the reading that I'm doing, my son is doing, my wife is doing, you know, there's a reason why one of our professional friends who happens to be one of the engineers we work with nicknamed me three, four years ago, Paranoia. (laughs) And, and, And he doesn't, he doesn't make as much fun of me right of course not (laughs) because all all the people that are like alex jones was right now or like uh because to to be honest with you i just i just read a lot and if you're aware of any mind control techniques and they're basic mind control techniques that the behavioralists use all the time like nudging um but there's something called predictive programming and what you do is you set up people to believe something is going to happen through art, through movies, through books, or you even uh, posit the possibilities on news programs and people start to believe that um, our, our time is nigh and the reason they do all this is that you're more accepting to something when it happens, bad or good or whatever. Correct. If you've already been softened, your psyche has been softened up uh, through predictive programming. So that's what a lot of people including myself, believe that there's a lot of sophisticated propaganda going on there to get you ready for things that are happening. Don't forget the movies like Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman and all these other um, uh, uh, movies that people had seen. And then when COVID hit, you still have people walking around outside with masks on a sunny day. You know, the blue surgical masks that only protect people from you and don't do anything outside. I mean, they're that, oh, I, they're I that freaked out. Yeah. yeah, I see it every day down here to this day. Yeah. As recently as today, yeah. I had someone take care of me in a store wearing a mask. <laughs> and, 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 and they seem perfectly helped. Now, in fairness, I don't know if they're being treated for cancer. Yeah. I don't know if they're, if they're maybe, 
maybe they're not feeling well and they're trying their best because they have to earn a living. Right. And as long as they can stand and work, they're going to work. Maybe they're just trying to be courteous and protect me from whatever um, aerosoling they may, they may do in my, in, in my presence. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe but, they're required as the part of the servant class to be masked at all times. <laughs> well, you know what? Klaus, Klaus Schwab would make sure of that. Oh, of course he would. Of course he would. <laughs> because I told, I said one day on their little, on your little mask, you're going to have a little carbon meter. The, the carbon monoxide that you're exhaling or the carbon dioxide that you're exhaling, there's going to be a little meter on your mask. And every time you exhale, if you exhale too much carbon out, you're going to be a pollutant and it's going to go off. Let's, um, so I want to move. Wait a minute. That, that sounds, that sounds like a scene out of demolition, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's more predictive programming. So I want to move on. As long as we're, uh, having a laugh here, I want to move on to something kind of funny. The daily mail is reporting. This is desperate. Bud light is mocked over new ad featuring Kansas city chief star, uh, Travis Kels and men grunting in a bid to reverse $20 billion Dylan Mulvaney disaster and appeal to their uh, once core audience of male drinkers. But what they do is they patronize and mock male drinkers by having a bunch of uh, masculine men sitting around grunting. It, you know, it sounds a little <laughs> bit like Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Where you had you had a two minute completely dark scene and all you had is grunting. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> but I guess the Rainbow well, Coalition bending, bending would like over that. Wiping their ass and it was hard to reach it. What can I say? Yeah. So, um, what do you think? You think uh, Bud Light will ever regain its stature, or uh, is Bud Light dead among its core demographic? I think. First of all, there's no such thing as never. Um, I think. Uh, the king has died, long live the king. However, all it takes is for one of these morons, dare I say one of these now banging morons from, from the National Organization of Women to infiltrate the hierarchy of Coors or of Miller, um, which are their number one actually number two and number one competitors. Oh yeah. As in the ad executive team and though, this is what men want to see. I mean, it's... right. Right. Well, maybe, maybe men who wear tutus, yeah. uh, but certainly not men who wear football and hockey shoulder pads. Right. No, we don't, we don't want to be told by you male hating lesbians, how to be a man because we fucking know how to be a man. Yeah. what, what you don't seem to understand is the actual uh, demographic who buys that product is not who you were trying to target. Yeah. You, or, or shall I say you were putting a bullseye on them right. and you were coming for them. Strong man the means, yeah, strong man is strong minded, is strong bodied. That's right. You know, is, is stoic, emotionally stoic. I mean, that's what there it is made, a movement. I, yeah. There, there is a movement right now to save man, the actual gender of male um, Homo sapiens, because we all know that in the last twenty years there's been a tremendous 
drop in in sperm count. There's been a tremendous drop in the numbers of, of men wanting to attend college. There there are less and, and percentage wise, there are less and less men that can find gainful employment right now. And there is a movement to restore the levels of testosterone in men so that they do want to be the man of the family. Mm. They do want to be a loving husband and father and procreate. Instead of being the pajama boys of my son's generation who sit around in the fucking basement of their parents and play video games and jerk off rather than want to have a girlfriend. Right, exactly. And 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 all of this is because of the poisoning of the minds of not just women of this country. I mean, you have you have women in their 20s and 30s that on that literally say I've given up on having a, a, a husband and children because I can't find a man that I want to actually spend the rest of my life with. Yeah. They, there, there aren't any. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. It is really scary. And, and these are the types of women that are now in positions of power and authority in many sections of um, corporate America. Yeah. And this, this is what, that's why Dylan Mulvaney is, 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 is um, the now former spokesperson, because of course we can't have a spokesman or a spokeswoman. Uh, we can only have an asexual. Yeah. And so this is, this is what's happened to Bud. Yeah. And yeah. let me tell you something. Yep. Augustus Bush, the fourth is, is probably pulling the hair out of his head because there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah. Cause he's not in control of his great grandfather's, um, multi-billion dollar multinational company anymore yeah. it's owned by mbev which is the biggest beverage uh distributor in the world yeah based out of france oh they're french oh, i thought they were dutch yep. yeah um yeah it's fifth generational warfare the western man has been weakened as a uh, weakened over the decades now uh, probably since the 70s since um kissinger allowed uh china into the access to American markets, this is what you get. A communist China. Right. I have nothing against the Chinese people. It's the communists I don't particularly like. Um, well, you see, you see, you see, Rudy, that's, that's the problem with us having a one China policy. Yeah. See, we, 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 we have to define who the real China is. It's the Taiwanese. <laughs> that's right. It's yeah. the Taiwanese. Yeah. That's the, the one China policy. We want China reunited, just not under communism. Um, right. So I'm going to move a little quickly now. So there were three Supreme Court decisions that came uh, before the weekend. Um, and they were pretty, I mean, most of the people already knew what was going to happen because if, if you follow the law, but most people don't follow the law, affirmative action in college admissions was struck down. Uh, Joe Biden's uh, student loan forgiveness of $20 billion was struck down because uh, he doesn't have that power. So those were given because we don't need affirmative action anymore, especially in this woke culture. Um, but even, hey, California got rid of affirmative action uh, college admissions back in 94, and they're, de they're a democratic state. So even the Democrats weren't really supporting this. So those two things were struck down, and the fact that um, a web designer um, wanted uh, uh, the court ruled that the web designer can refuse work on same-sex wedding announcements. Um, <clears throat> so that was struck down, uh, the lawsuit against her. Um, so my problem with this is, 
all you have is leftist media saying that the electorate doesn't agree with this. The electorate doesn't agree with this. The electorate doesn't agree with this. And in fact, half of the electorate does agree with this, if not more than half at this point. And the fact more is, than half. yeah, the <laughs> fact is the, the electorate, the job of the electorate is not to interpret the constitution. That's for learned uh, scholars of law that are the justices on the Supreme Court and and lower justices, obviously. But it's not up to people, electorate, to decide whether or not something's good or bad. That's not has to do with it. It has to do with whether it's lawful or not. So you might feel it's bad, if you're particularly if you're a woman or a man with low testosterone, you might feel something's <laughs> bad. All right. But that doesn't mean it's bad. Or if someone tells right. you it's bad and you feel it's bad, that doesn't mean it's bad. It is up to the justices, these these Supreme Court justices who are law scholars, so they know the law, they know constitutional law, for them decide, and thank God we have originalists on the bench, so they decide obviously different than progressives do, because progressives think that you got to keep amending the Constitution to fit how you feel. But the originalists decide that this is not what the framers intended. That's how they interpret the Constitution. So why don't you weigh in on this? We have these three rulings here. And like I said, your time, you know, this is a leftist fail. The problem is, is that we had vacancies under Trump. Trump put in three justices. They made sure they picked and confirmed originalists. Sorry, you lose. You know, you can't change the rules of the game now by expanding the court um, or pissing and moaning about these that most Democrats didn't even support uh, or supported these decisions. You know what I mean? It's like the, yeah. most, people didn't, most people didn't care. Affirmative action well, is, is, is relatively dead. And uh, everybody knows that Joe Biden didn't have the uh, legal right to forgive any money. He he's, doesn't control the purse strings. Well, yes. So let's let's take the easiest one first. Uncle Joe, er, and everyone knew this, which is why um, most people who understand this con- country's founding document said, all right, this is just a waste of our time. It's going to end up being a waste of time for SCOTUS because SCOTUS has no choice if they actually read the the, the Constitution and absorb its statements of fact as the law of the land. They have no choice. You hear that, Katani Brown? Mm-hmm. They have no choice except to live by the letter of the law. They are there to interpret the law as written and to make sure any legislation drafted and and signed as a bill into law meets that criteria. That's all they're there to do. That's it. And, and, um, you know, as Tucker Carlson said, when bringing these points up last week, he said, there's only four words I have to say. Thank you, Donald Trump. Yep. He meant that because of the three people he that Donald Trump put on the Supreme Court. 
let's not talk about all the federal judges that he put on the bench, yeah. which of one of which is the reason why I think ultimately these kangaroo court charges brought forth by the pseudo Jew and all his minstrels in what used to be the Department of Justice, now what I call is the Department of Injustice mm. or to justice, um, will end up ruining the day. Because it's going to be heard ultimately by SCOTUS. By 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 a federal judge and a, and that judge in particular was appointed by, by Trump. Trump. Yeah. Now they did that on purpose, by the way, because they want to say, you see, you see. But anyway. Yeah. Um, that getting back, getting back to the, the point that I was making. So this, this is, this is a foregone conclusion and the Supreme court made it. So yeah. get that, get that out of the way. As far as affirmative action, Rudy, my problem with this is unless we get rid of all the numbskulls that are destroying what's left of our historically brilliant, um, Ivory towers, which are no longer brilliant, they 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 are horrible. They are horrible vestiges of of poison. Now, um, you can say, and I can say all we want that affirmative action is gone, but that doesn't stop the miscreants that run our institutions of higher learning from working their own agenda. Yeah, now we're going to continue to put people in the seats of our classrooms and our lecture halls who have no business being there because we feel terrible about what happened in this country either 50 or 150 years ago. Yeah. And, 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 you know, what's so amazing is none of this would have happened if not for, I, I forget the name of the woman, but it was an Asian, a young Asian woman who was discriminated against because she was Asian yeah. and she, she wasn't the right color. She was the right gender, yeah. but she wasn't the right. Well, maybe she wasn't the right gender either. Cause she wasn't trans, but anyway, yeah. she, she was, she was the right gender, but she wasn't the right color because Asians are overrepresented yeah. based on, on the percentage of, of the larger population. Yeah. They are overrepresented in all of our institutions of higher learning. Yeah. And yeah. therefore she, she had to go so that they could make room for someone else who happened to be a minority, you know, you, you know, lesser academically. Yeah. It was an Asian group that brought the case uh, to the Supreme court. um, Cause they interviewed that one of the young guys that was part of that group um, that, and that, you know, good for them. The fact is discrimination is discrimination. You can't flip discrimination and say it's owed to us now because you discriminate against us so we get discriminated against you. The reason nobody discriminates against you anymore for the most part, and I'm speaking about the black or the people of color or the black community, is because we want to get rid of discrimination. So you can't reinstate it now against, uh, and I don't think people could particularly care. You want to discriminate against whites, good luck. But now you're discriminating against another minority. Um, You know, that's just, you know, two wrongs don't make a right is my only thing. I want to move on. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to say exactly that. I was going to expand on your point. Two wrongs don't make, make a right. And the fact of the matter is, if you discriminate against someone because 
of the color of their skin. It doesn't matter, or their gender. It doesn't matter whether they're white or black. You're still discriminating against them. That's number one. Number two, when you say to a white man, we're not going to place you in this position, in this university, or in this corporation, or at this law firm, because we have to make room for a, a, a black woman, which is exactly what this was all about with Katani Brown. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, he said if elected president, he was going to appoint a black woman to the Supreme Court of the United States because it's long overdue. He didn't give a rat's ass whether or not she could live up to the expectations of the Constitution. He only cared that she would do what he wanted her to do, which is to undo everything that this country has stood for for 240 some odd years. Yeah. And that's all that matters to him. Yeah, well, it's all leftist, Marxist, progressive, postmodern bullshit. And we're aware that it's crippling the country. I want to move on to a couple quick stories. So give me a minute on each. So the color revolutions have moved to France and now they have taken a George Floyd type catalyst and um, a police killing of a young Muslim man to unleash the Muslim hordes of France, which have been growing uh, for years now and have turned uh, their enclaves into no-go zones for police. So I want a quick comment on that and then a quick comment on the Wagner Group going to Belarus. Well, as far as what's happening in France right now, it is nothing new. People tend to forget what it has been like in parts of France, especially in the areas of France that are dominated by Muslim populations, of which there are several areas. It's not just uh, outside Paris. And um, because French politicians have turned a blind eye for decades, the Muslim population as it is increased in numbers and in power, has now gotten to the point where, because they were never assimilated, key word here, folks, assimilation, same thing that's happening in our country right now, assimilation or lack thereof, because they were never assimilated into French culture, they are therefore of their own um, culture, they don't want any Frenchman in or around them. And that's where the term, when you say no-go, mm-hmm. most people don't understand this. They mean no-go. no-go. If, 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 a, if a French cop or paramilitary go in there, they go in there with armor. Yeah. Because they're not going to have rocks and bottles thrown at them. Yeah. You did see they are going to be met with equal or or near equal force unless they go in with armor. Yeah, and 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 so this is what's happened to fr- France. Look, there. I'm, I'm very sensitive to this because being Jewish, I've read stories over the last decade. One in particular, it's still it's still vivid in my mind. It was a young Jewish shopkeeper somewhere outside of Paris, and this beautiful young woman came in, and. You know, she flirted with him and she she suggested they go out for lunch. And so he followed her out and she walked him down 
an alleyway, and most, most Americans who have never been to France don't know, alleyways are not like our alleyways. Mm. The alleyway that they were walking down was one that led to all these Parisian cafes. Yeah. And out jumped her, her, um, her Muslim brethren, brethren, and they stabbed him to death. Yeah. And, most be- and why? Because he was Jewish. Yeah. These are the types of things, and it, that's, that's only one. It's the one that remains vividly in, in, in my mind and it, because it really, really affected me. Mm. And, and there have been other stories of, of rabbis and what have you, synagogues that have since Obama that have been burned to the ground. Well, it's not because of the Nazi SS stormtrooper. Mm. That, that's 80 years ago. Well, hey, look at Notre Dame. Look at Notre Dame. Right. They're practically they burned to the ground. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Bull, bull, right. and, bull well, crap. There you go. Bull crap. Right. They've it, been burning exactly. churches in Europe for for decades now. For decades. Yeah. And, you look and what happens in, point, so. in look what happens in Sweden, whether it's Sweden or France, and, and so the news crews How can't about even. Germany. Yeah, the news crews can't go in there. They'll get uh, they get beaten up. Uh, and you go Correct. into these no zones, and now Sweden has approved a Koran burning <laughs> outside a mosque. Now you know oh they, you know Sweden is going to turn into France in just a few days. So anyway, I want to move on to one more story. Um, so okay. uh, the Wagner Group ro- launched, uh, you know, which is this mercenary group uh, fighting for Russia in Ukraine. And so this mercenary group turned on Russia and led a rebellion that wasn't a rebellion. And they went halfway to Moscow and secured some money from the CIA for doing so. And now Putin said, you're banished to Belarus. Well, already the West has figured out that the Wagner group will be launching uh, cross-border raids from Belarus into Ukraine. So the CIA got duped or triple-crossed. Um, at their own game. Uh, a couple comments on that before we close out. Uh, all, all I can add to that point is, and we're shocked. <laughs> I mean, can, let's let's just look at who is who is running the CIA. <laughs> the C, the same people that are turning the CIA, the NSA, the DI, the, the DIA, all onto us, American patriots yeah. through the Patriot Act. They're more concerned about us than anything else. So are we surprised that they could be triple crossed? Hell no. (laughs) I mean, as a matter of fact, I'm sure Putin's chef came to him and and say, Vlad, can you imagine these stupid Americans? They give me all this money. I mean, it's like Boris and Natasha in real life. Uh, It's just ridiculous. The only difference is Boris and Natasha actually win. It's, it reminds me of April Gillespie when uh, this person, April oh. Gillespie, working for the State yes. Department, visited Saddam yes. Hussein, and then two yes. weeks later, Saddam Hussein invades Kuwait. It's like... Yes. As a matter of fact, April, April it was either Gillespie or Glaspie, I forget which. Yeah. But she mm-hmm. literally, on because we did not have, if you recall, we did not have an embassy. We did not have an ambassador right. in Iraq at that time, so she had to be a special envoy, yeah. and she went, and, and, and you know, again, think about this. You're sending a woman with long hair, uncovered, right. into a Muslim country yeah. to talk to its Muslim leader, and without hair, without head covering, to say, 
the president of the United States says he's not, he is not, nor are the American people concerned about an oil well that you have a dispute with the kingdom of Kuwait with. Yeah, right. Do as you will. And when he invaded, he didn't take the questionable oil field. He took the country. (laughs) And, and, And we're all sitting here, and Daddy Bush is going, well, I didn't mean that. Yeah. Well, that's well, just like, remember when Biden said, well, if there's a limited incursion into Ukraine correct, from Russia, correct. oh, that won't that won't raise red flags. If it's just a limited incursion. And everybody's like, did he just say, did he just say that? And, 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 and as, as um, GW used to call uh, Putin, Pootie Poot, yeah. Pootie Poot said, Oh, okay. So then I can go in and not worry about the United well, States right. getting upset with me. Right. Okay. Well, it's he, limited. I didn't take the whole country. Yeah. He gave him a green light. And the reason was to give him a green light is because they wanted conflict in, in Ukraine. Right. So they could start just, just a war, like war of attrition. Putin. Yeah. That's right. Just like Vladimir Putin blew up his own <laughs> and he blew up the dam that the Russia built uh, to right. to the, to flood part of the country and split up his forces and deny water to Crimea. Yeah, the Russians right. did that, according to the New York Times. The New York Times has found that Russia keeps shooting themselves in the foot on purpose uh, because right. you know just just please we do read we do right. read we do read things and and we know what's happening. It's like well, the New York Times has quickly become Mad Magazine anyway. It, it is just so ridiculous because their stuff is so contrived. It's like Cy Hirsch comes out with this with this great article said, "No, no, I did all the research. I have the documents. It looks like, you know, the Navy SEALs or or the Defense Department did blow up uh, Nord Stream two. And then right. the New York right. Times has to come out. No, it was German pleasure boaters who were." Oh, come on. No, it's not German pleasure boaters. It was Ukrainian pleasure boaters. Oh, they weren't pleasure boaters. They were Ukrainian special forces that were up to for the job. Yeah, they have... Using using a retired new... Uh, a retired World War II American sub. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. And the fact is, the charges were probably planted during mysterious naval exercises that the U.S. was taking part in Two weeks before. I mean, come right. on. Right. A- right. Any, anyway, we're going long here, so we got to end it there. Perry, thanks for okay. joining me again. And um, uh, I hope we can uh, do this again next week. I'm looking forward to it, Rudy. And until then, try and stay cool. Yeah, thanks, man. You too. We'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. There goes Perry. Episode 45, Tuesdays with Perry. So we covered a lot there. I hope we didn't go too long. I think we're at 40 minutes. Um, People don't get it. They don't understand. The left doesn't understand. It's not up to the electorate to uh, interpret the Constitution. It's up to the Supreme Court to do so. It's the law of the land, and their decisions are final. So stop crying. Stop failing and and blaming everybody else but yourself, whether it's Bud Light or the Supreme Court or malaria or the Wagner Group or riots in France. I wonder who is behind the the fact that um, that shooting of that teenager that sparked the riots in France, I wonder how that was disseminated. It sounds a lot like what happened in the Arab Spring 
or the color revolutions, or even here in America, that these messages just go out over social media and hit every young man want to protest in the street. So we'll see. All right, that's it for us. Tuesdays with Perry, episode 45. Check me out tomorrow. My daily podcast, Rudy's Revelation. If not, if you just want to listen to Perry, we'll be back next week. See ya. Peace out.